to use food to restore this balance. Anybody curious now? Have I got you real on the edge of your lady parts? Good. Okay. I'm so warm, I need some water. Okay. So, remember I told you about this five-step protocol that I designed a decade ago. I'd like to introduce you to how it works so that you could start doing this ASAP, so you can start leveraging your lady parts, so you can start changing your health, changing your life, changing the world. It's very important to me that you go do something with your personal power. Don't just get healthy and then get unhealthy. Go do something fantastic. Okay, so first thing that supports the endocrine system is blood sugar stability. Now, of course, remember, if the primary function of the endocrine system is to safeguard the transport of glucose to the brain, the heart, and the muscle tissue, of course we would start here. Absolutely. Not with detoxification or with supplementation or any of that, which can come in handy down the road, but we have to start where the endocrine system starts if we're going to get the results that we want. So we have to learn how to stabilize our blood sugar. Then, of course, we need to support the adrenal conversation that's happening. I'm going to go in depth in each one in a moment. I want you to really make sure that you're uh, addressing that adrenal s- levels of stress. There's not a lot you can do for uh, spontaneous external stress, but there's a lot you can do to manage and improve the rates of chronic internal forms of stress, dietary and lifestyle forms of stress, which we're going to talk about. Third thing we have to do is eliminate excess estrogen and improve the pathways of elimination that are working so hard on your behalf. Okay? Really, really important. And then, of course, I've been drilling this into your heads for the past hour, you have to sync up with your hormones. You have to learn how to do that every meal, every day. And finally, you want to be living in alignment with feminine energy more. You don't have to give up the already ways you're doing things, I just want you to increase the relationship that you have to this energy so that you're not moving things out of balance. And we all have Dr. Christiane Northrup to thank, a a friend and colleague of mine who uh, legitimized, and and, and frankly, the world's most important gynecologist. And I'm sure all of you have women's bodies, women's wisdom. If you don't, please pick up the recent copy. You'll find me in there. Um, But also that she legitimized the conversation 30 years ago to say that, Women's reproductive issues have an emotional component to them when which addressed the emotional component actually increases the likelihood that this woman will get better in that particular way. So, of course, we want to be addressing that too. So let's look at this blood sugar concept. How do we do this? What's going on? How do we make this better? So here in this chart, we have hours in the day, we have elevated levels of glucose, blood glucose level, BGL, and then we have a stasis line, which is the dark black line, and then we have lower levels of blood glucose. Most people, and we see this across the board, we have women who come in who are doing Weight Watchers, who are doing raw diets, who are eating junk food, who are vegan, who are macro, who are micro, I mean all types of diets. And it's pretty consistent without a real understanding of our metabolic Uh, type and how our body responds to macronutrients, proteins, carbohydrates, fats, sugars, we can be eating healthfully but not stabilizing our blood sugar. I see it every day. So how do we know if we're not having our blood sugar stable? 
So let's say you wake up in the morning and you have some green tea or a juice or um, a fruit smoothie or something terrible. I know none of you would be doing a donut or Pop-Tart. You know, none of you are doing that. Or nothing, right? Your blood sugar levels are going to either go way up for a minute and then come quickly down, okay? Because when sugar is introduced into the system and you've, woke, you've woken up after eight hours of not eating anything, so you wake up in a state of hypoglycemia, low blood sugar, anything that you put in that has a, a carbohydrate basis is going to elevate your blood sugar level. And if it's too much, if you just have too much of a serving of it, you're going to, have, you're going to engage the pancreas. The pancreas is going to secrete insulin. Insulin is going to bring that... Uh, blood glucose level down and like a nervous mother who overdresses her child for winter too many sweaters too many scarves too many jackets you get a lot of insulin and you get hypoglycemic response pretty immediately so this is why we have that crash after we eat something really sweet because our body's trying to protect our brain from being flooded with too much glucose which is dangerous for the brain so how do you know if this is happening if you eat something and within an hour 90 minutes, you're hungry again. That did not keep that that meal did not stabilize your blood sugar. How many how many of you have had a meal where that has happened? So you know the sensation. Symptoms of hypoglycemia are certainly hunger, but that's usually the last one. Uh, shakiness, irritability, fatigue, headache, sweating. Okay. So if that's happening, if you get a little shaky or you start to get angry, road rage, for example, I know all of you on the West Coast are in your cars a lot. Us New Yorkers, we do the subway, but it happens on the subway too at commuter hour at the end of the day. People haven't eaten in the afternoon between four and six and they go home and they're irritated because they're hypoglycemic and they're honking their horns or they're pushing people around on the subway. If only you could hand them like a snack, then it would all be better. <laughs> So this is happening for people throughout the day. Now, if this happens once during the day, again, the body's designed to handle that. But if it's happening all day long, every day, you are really going to start taxing your adrenal glands. You're really going to start disrupting your endocrine system. You're really going to start seeing symptoms in your period, your fertility, your energy, and your sex drive. Just from what you're eating. And it's so powerful, the transformation, and so instant. We had a client, Lisa Marie. She was very skeptical, and I love my skeptics because it means there are going to be great science researchers down the road. Um, she did our program, and she was very secretive about the fact that she didn't think this was going to work. And she stole her husband's uh, glucometer, his, like, AccuCheck reader. He was diabetic. And after every meal that we would put her on to stabilize her blood sugar, she would test her blood glucose levels. And she was shocked because this is a woman who had gestational diabetes, who had postpartum depression, who had to have her first child through IVF. And as a result of doing the program, not only did she, of course, see that within a week she had stable blood sugar, but she was able to conceive her child's second child without IVF, no postpartum depression, got her body back faster, healthier, happier baby, second child, right? Really powerful, this blood glucose conversation. Of course, I've already talked to you about the adrenal issue, but it's really, really important in this second step to think about what it is that you can do to mitigate the effects of stress in your life. So certainly um, eliminating anything that destabilizes your blood sugar, trying to find ways to do more deep breathing. How many of you do breathing? 
How many, how many of you are not breathing right now? You're listening so hard. You stopped breathing, right? That deep belly breath actually flushes cortisol from the body. So really important that you do things like deep breathing and movement. If you're somebody who's adrenally fatigued as well, we'll talk about this in a minute, I don't want you doing heavy, heavy exercise. I want you doing gentle exercise. How great is that? I give you permission for all sorts of fun things. All right, let's talk about the third step of the protocol, which is these pathways of elimination. There are four in descending order of magnitude. They are the skin, which is your largest organ of elimination, your lymphatic system, your liver. Everybody put your right, your right hand on your right, right rib cage. Lower. Yeah. Your liver's like nestled in under there. Love your liver. Get to know her. And then your large intestine. Okay? Large intestine. Let's look specifically at the liver and the large intestine as we talk about excess estrogen and estrogen elimination. Your body produces hormones all day long, right? We've we've assessed that. We've identified that. What would happen if what you produced on Tuesday was hanging out in your body on Wednesday when you got the fresh batch of Wednesday hormones? You'd have double the amount, yes? And then what happened on Thursday when you had Tuesday and Wednesday and then you got the Thursday batch? Right? You get the math here? Obviously, it is genius that we have a system dedicated to metabolizing, breaking down, and eliminating these hormones from our body every day so we never have too much because hormones are a double-edged sword. The right amount is good. Too much or too little is, makes us feel unwell. So the liver and the large intestine work in a very powerful partnership, especially around estrogen elimination. Um, and it's really important that you are eating foods that nourish the liver's ability to do its job. Foods rich in vitamin A, for example. We love root vegetables for that reason because they're full of vitamin A, which helps the liver break down that excess estrogen. But it's also equally important to make sure your bowel movements are functioning properly because your liver can do the best job it can do. And if you're not going to the bathroom and having a deposit of that excess estrogen into the toilet, it's just going to recirculate into your bloodstream. So let me do the question I always ask everybody. How many of you go to the bathroom every day? Good. Now let me ask another question. How many of you go to the bathroom with, uh, in the morning? Okay. How many of you go to the bathroom after breakfast? Great. How many of you go to the bathroom within 20 minutes of opening your eyeballs? About 20 of you? Okay. If you wake up, the ideal bowel movement pattern is you wake up, eyeballs open, you have maybe eight ounces of water, and by the time you've brushed your teeth and had that water, you have your bowel movement. If that's happening, you are regular. If that's not happening, you are constipated, even if you go to the bathroom every day. That's very important because we're talking about estrogen elimination. So if you're going later on in the day, Tuesday's estrogen's hanging out with Wednesday's output, and now you get a little too much for a couple of hours during the day. Endocrine system doesn't like that. It confuses that conversation in the HPA axis and along all the other target glands, makes the reproductive system wonky. Okay? 
So really important to start using foods. Superfoods are great for the large intestine. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with things like flax, but there are so many things that you can be doing. Um, Probiotics are probably my favorite thing for the large intestine for a couple of reasons, Um, but one that contains a good anti-inflammatory supplement like L-glutamine is great. So great probiotic strains like an L-glutamine and acetylcysteine can be really, really valuable here. I personally use and love, although I don't endorse any products, just happy to share this, uh, is the Thorn line, Thorn Research, Thorn Labs. They have a great probiotic called Permaclear that has a wonderful combination of probiotics and L-glutamine and acetylcysteine, reducing any inflammation in the intestine from any foods you might be sensitive to or have had history of allergic response to, uh, and again, just making everything open and flow smoothly. All right, so that's protocol step number three. So far so good? Good. Hormonal synchronization, synchronization. This is that every meal, every day conversation that I was telling you about earlier. Now, here we have these mnemonic devices to help people remember a template that will help them not only keep their blood sugar stable, but also then to begin to layer foods in that are specific to each phase of the hormonal cycle. So there are particular foods that optimize the, cycle, the, the phase of the cycle of, of follicular, the follicular phase. There are certain foods that optimize ovulation. There are certain foods that optimize the luteal phase and the menstrual phase. And it would be excellent if you could start to introduce those into your blood-stabilizing meal templates every meal, every day, planning your meals thematically week over week. And, of course, we teach you how to do that in our program. So it's it's a... I, you know, I normally spend an entire eight-hour workshop teaching people how to do this, just this one part. So <laughs> there's more to learn, and you can come out and ask us afterwards. But what I do want you to understand is it's very important to not look at food the same day in and day out because your body is not the same day in and day out. Not only do you have a rhythm, a circadian rhythm of your menstrual cycle, but you also have circadian rhythms of your organs within one 24-hour period. So really understanding how to use food and lifestyle to, to work alongside of that is very, very powerful. An obvious one we most of us all adhere to is a sleep circadian rhythm, right? Most of us like to go to bed when it gets dark, and most of us like to wake up when the sun comes out. Unless you're what's-his-name from Twilight, then you don't sleep. Seems to work for him, though. Um, so, you know, there's that idea of a circadian rhythm that we want to align with that because it makes us feel good. And similarly, there's an ability for you to learn exactly the science of which food to apply when to optimize your health. You know, it's extraordinary what happens to people just in these first four steps. You know, we've shared a lot of stories, but, you know, typically we see women who come in with too many periods. You know, in the case of Emily, she was this young actress. She had too many periods in one month. And doing the protocol, you know, she was able to really restore herself to having one bleed a month so she could get back to her calls and auditions for her acting career, which is really, really helpful. You know, we already shared with you about Lisa and her wonderful experience of her second pregnancy, but also for women who are in their mid-40s who are dealing with this low energy, low libido, to be able to use food. You know, this Fran actually went and did all the suppositories, the hormone replacement patches, the, the whole kit and caboodle to try to be able to restore her sex drive. 
And it wasn't until she started really partnering with her body through food that she was able to bring it all back and get juiced up again, which was so fun. You know, I love getting emails like, oh my God, I just had an orgasm and I never had one for the past seven months. It's a good day, okay? It's a good day doing my job. Um, and in fact, you know, sort of over the past decade, we've seen really extraordinary results from women, you know, just uh, being able to do stabilizing blood sugar, 80%, uh, losing weight within the first two months, women really uh, having their mood stabilize, having their PMS symptoms go away, and their energy increase, and that hypoglycemia go away. I mean, it's just, it's so simple and straightforward. So I really want you to have access to that. Uh, and there'll be a way for you to do that in a couple of minutes. Um, the last step of the protocol is this alignment with feminine energy. So when I say feminine energy, I'm just going to give a quick definition of that. And we, we spend a lot of time talking about this in the program, but I want you to think about masculine energy and feminine energy in this way. Masculine energy, which is available to both men and women, is an energy of doing in a linear fashion. So an image that I like to use is a ladder. It's that task list, task list side of you that wants to get things done and done and next and next and next. It tends to be a solitary energy. You know, it's the energy that Christopher Columbus used to sail the ocean blue and discover new lands. That's masculine energy. Feminine energy, the way we define it, and there are many ways to define this, I realize, but the way we define it is feminine energy is more of a container and there's a more of a collaborative nature of feminine energy, it's a, there's a space holding. There's a way to add more. It's an add and an and conversation with feminine energy. And it's hugely powerful. In fact, Harvard Business School, Forbes, all come out with these amazing studies and, and articles saying that corporations do better when more women are in the team because they're bringing this feminine energy to the table, to the meeting, and that spirit of collaboration and holding space for the entire team to, to do their best work is there because feminine energy is present. So we don't want to walk around trying to operate a remote control with only one battery in it. You should have access to both, feminine and masculine. And we recognize that the body will go out of balance energetically if you're only engaging in your life with overly relying on your masculine. I want you to be introducing that feminine back in. And then, of course, um, the idea of building this compassionate relationship with your body, decreasing the inner critical voice that you may be having, really appreciating um, all of the different uh, things that are going on around feminine energy that we teach is so, so important to uh, changing this internal ecosystem, not only through food, but also through the way you're thinking about it, because that mind-body conversation is happening, and I want you to learn how to start to direct your thoughts in a very powerful way. So, what I wanted to do now is take a, a minute to digest all of this information. How many of you feel a little bit overloaded? Yeah, I just crammed you with a lot of science. Okay, so what I want you to do is just quickly take a minute to peek through your notes. Actually, before you do that, I have three more things I want to stuff into your brain. Can I do it? Okay, so... I wanted to give you my quick lists of foods to start incorporating. So, you know, 
All of you are going to have an opportunity to get into the program in a moment. But for those of you who want something to do right now at, the, at dinner to improve something going on with your cycle, if you have any issues with your period, here are some things that are really important for you to be doing. Absolutely increase leafy green, dark green vegetables. Okay, So, so important for that calcium and magnesium that helps bring uh, hormones into balance root vegetables for the vitamin A to help the liver metabolize and break down estrogen also can be really, really valuable. This is a juice that I created to help some of my raw clients who really wanted to use the power of fresh vegetables to help their liver and help their hormonal balance. So it's a combination of beets, which as some of you who are raw will know, really help activate the gallbladder, which supports that liver estrogen metabolism. Cilantro, powerful liver detoxifier. Green apple, celery, lemon, and ginger, just to keep the body warm. Oftentimes with menstrual issues, there's a, a situation of internal dampness, a cool internal ecosystem for the woman. So adding that little bit of ginger can help offset that raw food nature of a cooling experience. Definitely reduce, if not eliminate, soy products. If you're dealing with estrogen issues, period problems, there's just no way to get around it. Soy has a ton of phytoestrogen in it. And although that can be really beneficial postmenopausally if you have slightly uh, lower levels of, of estrogen and you'd like to bring those up naturally, if you're in your reproductive years and you're having major symptoms with your period, you don't want to be doing the tofu uh, and soy ice cream and soy milk like three, four times a day. And of course, you've got to start loving your period and thinking of it as a gift and not like a, oh, no. Energetically, that's a big, certainly a good place to start. If you're dealing with fertility issues, I want you to start thinking about a couple of powerful facts of, uh, of recent nutritional genomic research. Uh, a colleague of mine who has his own lab at Columbia uh, has spent about a decade in the lab researching turmeric. There's a particular compound in turmeric called curcumin, which has, he has been able to show uh, to enhance the vascular health of the ovary. So translated means brings more blood supply to the ovary. A spice does this. So obviously you can't be dumping turmeric on all your food, although you can certainly try. It gets old. I've tried it. Um, but you can take a great supplement like New Chapter makes turmeric force. Great product. Um, if you're looking to enhance your fertility, I would highly recommend this. Cinnamon. Okay. Cinnamon is excellent because it helps um, the uh, ovulation. It helps speak uh, to the fat cells in terms of insulin, helps decrease testosterone, which again will help with the ovulation cycle. Avocado full of vitamin E, which is going to help with uh, the mucus production that's important for conception. Buckwheat. Everybody know kasha? Buckwheat has a compound in it called inositol, D-chiro-inositol. And this has been scientifically shown to enhance, again, that conversation around uh, ovulation, insulin, testosterone, really and making optimal the moment for you to conceive naturally. Energetically, it's so important. So many of us as women are doing everything in our lives, which is awesome. But when you're trying to conceive, it's important to respect the energy of becoming a conception vessel and, and really figure out how to slow down and prioritize a little bit more self-care. Four, 
those of you who are dealing with the, the low libido, low energy, and I know there were a lot of you, here's my quick list. A date <laughs> Definitely. Definitely a date night. Uh, but mostly with yourself. Um, <laughs> first and foremost, I'd love for you to find uh, an adrenal support product that works for you, like Jaro, but there are many uh, that can help, that are a nice combination of B vitamins and other herbs that can really enhance and just gently nurture the adrenals. The Bs are essential for the adrenals, especially if you're under a lot of stress. So you can get a nice B complex, but make sure to get a good sublingual B12 and B6 and B5. Those three especially, really, really essential for revitalizing the adrenal. Wild oats milky seed. Sounds so sexy. It tastes okay. (laughs) Get it as a liquid tincture. This is a wonderful herb that actually helps uh, reset and calm down the, the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. So you can actually have that cortisol flush enhanced by taking this tincture. Those of you who are doing caffeine thinking you're getting away with it, if you raised your hand with low libido, low energy, it's time to be a researcher and experiment with what will happen with your sex drive and your energy if you eliminate caffeine. It overstimulates the adrenals and definitely does, works against you in, these, in this condition. Gentle exercise. Don't go do the crazy Bikram yoga. Don't go running the marathons. I had a woman who came to me. She was uh, dealing with uh, extreme weight gain because she had ran, was training for and then ran a triathlon uh, and put on about 15 pounds And it was because she was overly taxing her adrenals. So gentle exercise is really great. Pilates, walking. If you do nothing but walk for 30 minutes to an hour a day for your entire life, you'll be great. Daily pleasure breaks. So whoever said date night, I'm just going to challenge you to say daily pleasure breaks, right? The idea that you have to do something for yourself every day to make yourself feel good. How are you going to go from zero to 60 when it comes time for sex if you've had no fun all day? doesn't really work. You all know this. So find a way to, to and we have plenty of, uh, of suggestions for you in the program. And I hope we've expanded the definition of what we really refer to as lady parts. Flow Living uh, has expanded that definition. It's not just what you're sitting on, but your lady parts are the the integrated network of your endocrine system, your hormonal Uh, biochemistry and your physical structure that give you the most powerful tool that you have to master your health and your life. Gloria Steinem said something in a movie called Misrepresentation that I thought was um, really, really important for every woman to hear, which is that young women are taught to view their bodies as unending projects to work on, whereas young men are taught to view their bodies as tools to master their environment. Wow. So I just thought it was really time to do something about that. And I'm really excited that Flow Living is uh, dedicated to changing the way women consume their health care. Um, not only do we want you to have access to the information to teach you all the nitty-gritty details. I mean, today was a very high-level slice dive into the endocrine system and the hormonal patterns. But I want you to know them intimately. I want you to understand how to use food for your particular body to enhance and optimize your functioning. I want you to be able to use your entire 
body as a tool to master your health and your life and your environment. Um, And also, I just thought it was really time. You know, we've had so many technological advances over the past decade even, especially in Western medicine, and yet women's health care when it comes to hormonal health you know, it hasn't had like a total makeover yet, right? And so here we are, all of us sitting here with our endocrine systems kind of offline in a lot of ways. And I just thought it was time to bring this whole process and healthcare into the 21st century and online. So we've spent the past year really uh, refining this product and I'm really excited to be able to share it with you today. And it's our hormonal sync system. it's really extraordinary. If any of you have used the Rosetta Stone, have any of you used the Rosetta Stone before? Very similar. You'll feel very comfortable in this platform. This is an immersive learning educational interface where you are guided through um, all of the education that you need to learn how your endocrine system works, the hormones, how to understand your cycle and eat in alignment with it, how to really use feminine energy to expedite your healing, how to accomplish your goals of improving your period, improving your fertility, improving your energy and your sex drive, and all thanks to the amazing democratizing technology of the Internet, we can all have this at our fingertips. Um, So I really want to invite you all, if there's, if what I've been teaching you today resonates with you and you feel the call in your body to do more with your health and do more with your life, then I know no better tool that exists to give you the opportunity to do that than this one. And Jessica and our volunteers will be in the back, right out in the lobby, uh, taking registration uh, for the program during the break. Because what I see for the future of healthcare is a new model. Uh, One in which you're on top, in charge, running the show. How good does that sound? Yeah. And in your right hand are your doctors and your complementary practitioners who are there to help you in certain situations. But in your left hand, you do need that every meal, every day endocrine system support that, that Flow Living is here to provide. So this is a new paradigm that I'm really excited about bringing to all of you. And I really hope to see you online and sharing with us and seeing all the thousands of women from five different continents who are loving their lady parts, getting healthy, and of course doing extraordinary things in the world. So if you're ready to feel good and get inspired, I hope to see you online. And I'm really, really glad that we had a chance to get to know each other today and I was able to share so much information with you. I want to hear from you. These are ways that you can get in touch with us. Um, And I so, so enjoyed uh, our time together. So thank you so much. See you outside. Please give it up for Elisa Vitti.